welcome back to another. Did we name this yet? I don't know. I'm going back to the original honest reflection. Okay. Of the last month with, well, maybe two months, but we're really just going to focus on September mm-hmm. with Katie and me. Hi, Katie. Welcome Hi. back. Happy to have you. We were supposed to podcast in person again, but now I'm the sick one. <laughs> if anyone can't tell by my like super sexy voice. I think you were the sick one last time as well. Well, I don't know. I can't remember. Probably. <laughs> this is how it's going to be from like now until, I don't know, March. Yeah, I know. Thanks, kids. Seriously. So we have like so many things to cover. And I actually thought today was the best day ever because I came home and I told Chris, like, I have to watch the Kardashians. <laughs> like I have to and he was like okay well can't you watch it when the kids go to bed I'm like no 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 you don't understand this is homework this is for my job <laughs> and he's like first of all podcasting with Katie is not your job actually it is so yes it is <laughs> I feel like I feel like we have to start there because okay, start there. okay you start because you had the most feelings about this so I'm gonna give okay. you guys a little backstory Katie starts like rage texting me about this episode mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was mm-hmm. out yet so number one thank you because you made my whole life but so she was like feeling all the feels about Chloe and Tristan and take over tell me the feels okay so I went back and listened to our last podcast because I was like I feel like we mentioned the baby in the last podcast and we did because yeah. that news broke like right before we recorded the last one where everyone found out that Chloe and Tristan like were having a baby with a sur like using a surrogate yeah and the last episode of season one had just come out where the news that he was having a baby with someone else so then like you go into this episode and it immediately starts with her talking about the timeline and like goes back and shows that she found out that he was having a baby with someone else like literally days after they had the surrogate like implanted so it's just like it's so horrible like her entire pregnancy was like tainted by him again and it's like so infuriating to me because I was like if anyone was had like followed along like he did the exact same thing to her with true like but she found 48 hours before she had that baby she found out that he'd been cheating on her like the whole time so it's like it's insane to me that he was able to like steal that joy from her both times. Like it's it's so frustrating to me. Right? Okay. So but just let me make sure that I remember this correctly. So yeah. when she was pregnant with True, he was cheating on her, but she didn't know. She found out like when she was in labor, right? Or like No, she found out 48 hours prior to being in labor and she said that the stress is actually what that's put what her it was into labor. That's because right. she she wasn't due yet. That's so, right. And the labor was like, I think that was where we were watching like how awkward it was gonna be with the family. Right, where she was saying like she still let him come in, but she was like so angry. And then it yes. was like literally the same thing this time around because he like she let him come in again but she was so angry and it was just like how is this her experience two times like I know you can say like oh it's your own fault like you didn't learn from your mistakes but I mean she really honestly believed 
that he was a different person like who puts in that much work just to like screw it all up well i not only her their whole family thought he was different their whole yeah it's just like why bother just let her go like why torture her through all of that and then like when she's talking about like I really thought like this time we were doing it right and we were going to be a family and like all of this stuff and you're just like this is horrible that somebody yeah. is going through that and I, like I'm sure Tristan doesn't feel bad so it's just like this sucks how for could her. he right like truly how could you feel bad like you know what you're doing I'm sorry you do yeah like you're a grown-ass man yeah i know it was heartbreaking to watch Mm -hmm. because i feel like we feel for her as moms like you can kind of almost like put yourself in her shoes and think like this is like this beautiful moment that she's never gonna get back Mm -hmm. and he's tainted both of them both Both times she never got to like really experience like a happy delivery with her partner like she just she had that stolen from her and I mean you could just tell like through the whole the whole episode like because it was kind of I don't really know when they started recording that but you could just tell that she like she didn't want to be excited and she didn't want a baby shower and she didn't want all the things because she was just like so guarded because she just knew that people were going to say so much bad stuff about her and it just is like it's so unfair that that we have this much power to to affect somebody like that like to, for her to say multiple times like I just couldn't handle the the media saying how stupid I am again like it's just like that's okay. sick it is sick and then like truly think about it like human being to human being have you never given a person a right. second chance that doesn't deserve one right we and all we have, have. The luxury we have the luxury of doing it and not having like an entire world of people be like you idiot you deserve that like Yes. Can you imagine if every time you made a bad decision, like millions of people blasted you on the internet? Like that's horrible. I know. I felt bad. I really did. Yeah, I felt and so bad. Is she your fave Kardashian? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, me too. And I think that made it worse. No, I don't know. I just feel like she seems like the realest one, down to earth. I don't know, kind of like the one you're rooting for. That's what I was going to say. She feels like the underdog Kardashian to me. Where, like, she had the hardest, like, battle to, you know, like, win everyone's heart. Like, she didn't look like the rest of them and, like, all of that. I just feel like she was the underdog. And it just sucks to see her, like, get dragged by these guys that are just crap. Like, it just sucks. I know. I know. And, okay, were you a fan of Lamar, though? Yes, I love Lamar. I was going to say, it was you that liked Lamar, right? But, Mm -hmm. like, even still, I know you want them back together. But even still, like, that was just a train wreck, too. It's just, like, what is going on? Yeah, I would love them back together if he was, like, legit different. And I don't, don't, like, follow him enough to know if he, you know, is actually sober. And I don't know. I feel like Chloe just needs someone, like, would, like, actually decent. So probably Lamar is not the best choice. But. I do feel like Lamar, out of all of them, like really loved Chloe and just like just really struggled with the addiction aspect of it. So I feel like if you had taken the addiction aspect out of it, like he legit loved her. He just like had so many demons that he couldn't overcome. Agreed. 
And I think like we all know now that like addiction takes over everything. So yeah. But I, know, I do think she needs someone like no drama. Like somebody who's just gonna like, be good to her. She was like hanging <laughs> yeah. out with some sexy guy. Like I don't know who this guy <laughs> is. I had to Google it. Apparently it's a show. Like some mm-hmm. sexy steamy show on Netflix. Not really into the sexy steaminess. Yeah. But <laughs> no. anyways, he's real hot. So there's that, but so is she. So good for her yeah. if she's just like looking for a side piece because she should probably get one for now. <laughs> she just needs someone who's like actually going to be good to her. Yeah, so she does. Well, we're rooting for Chloe. If she ever listens are, to this podcast, yeah, we're, we're rooting we for you. you. <laughs> Chloe money, we got you. Chloe money. Well, we'll, we're still, uh, I still support good Americans. So this is me helping you, Chloe. (laughs) Do you have a pair of their jeans? I have two. Do you really? I've I've thought about buying them. Do you like them? Mm -hmm. I tell everyone they're the best. They're the best jeans. I I have heard this. Yeah, they actually are. Because I have like, and I've tried them all. Like I've got Levi's, I've got American Eagle, which in my opinion, those two are like top notch. But Good American is hands down better than both. So you heard it here first. Okay. But I saw this TikTok for Good American where okay. it was like, I'm going to butcher this, but maybe you've seen it. But it was like a girl that was like a size 16, 18, and a 20. And it fit all three of them. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I was like, I forget what the gene was called, but I was like, what? And, uh, I was intrigued. So they're really expensive. So maybe Good American should sponsor me. That would be amazing. (laughs) Next on the agenda. This is kind of the one that hurt me a little bit. As I really want to talk about Kim and Pete. (laughs) I thought I knew you were thinking I was going to say something else. But guys, I have like a thing for Pete Davidson, I think. Like, I feel like I have a sweet spot for him and I really need him to be happy. I just don't know. I mean, there's a lot of theories out there about Kim and Pete. And yeah. I don't know. What's your theory? I don't know that they're legit. You think it was like, a Chris Jenner? Like, the devil works it, hard, but Chris Jenner works really, harder? Really? Yeah, I mean, it really looks like a cover-up for Chloe's pregnancy. Fair. Like their, enti- their relationship was the entire timeline of Chloe's pregnancy. So, oh, yeah. Like, they literally broke up the day that the news broke that Chloe and Tristan were having a baby and side note that news came out and she the surrogate had already had the baby if you watch the episode it shows when the baby was born and I was like whoa 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 that is the best kept secret like that she might top Kylie on the baby secret because that kid was already born so but yeah no their breakup came the same day that that news broke that's true Chris Jenner works hard he's just oh yeah and he's just like gone you know, like, like you would, like they just, Pete who? <laughs> like like for true. a relationship that was like so in the media, the fact that it's just like totally, like nobody talks about it anymore and it's just gone. I'm like, mm, smells like a cover up to me. <laughs> like I didn't right. believe it at first, but now I'm like, you would think there would yeah. be something. Like it seems so strange that he's just gone. <laughs> and on the show, they made it seem like, like, Kim was like not like in love but like real giddy really into him yeah yeah and like on Instagram and everything else like it definitely seemed that way 
in like the Kardashians don't have like short relationships. If you yeah. go back and look, like none of them like date someone and then they're like done. Yeah. Like these people stick around for for a long time. So nine months is like insanely short, especially I mean, I know Kim <laughs> Kim's 72 day marriage, but like it's just But seemed- she was with him before that. She was with him before that. And even the divorce was like dragged out so long that he was still being talked about. But like Pete is not even spoken about. So yeah, he like fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. I know. I really kind of was for it. I really was. I I didn't hate it. I didn't think like, I mean, it was weird, but they seemed, I don't know, happy, cute, whatever. But I don't, I also don't, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that it was completely made up. No, I don't either. I don't either. I do not either. Who knows? We'll never know. Chris Jenner will never tell us. So no, I know. I wonder. Like her hair should be bigger. Yeah, right. Don't you think? She does. She really does. Okay, another like sad topic, but actually sad is that in September we lost Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. So sad. sad. I literally came. I came home and watched Grease like immediately, and Chris was like, "Gets home and he's like, why are you watching this movie?'" And I was like, "Because Olivia Newton-John died today." And I was like, "I feel like I have to," and I just felt so sad. Like, it's just she was so great. It kind of felt like an end of an era. Yeah. Yeah, because Grease like was a very big part of like our childhood like we watched Which, it let's think let's think about that one for a sec should we yeah. have been watching Greece? absolutely in not. our childhood not. absolutely not <laughs> i know I there's like a it, lot of like, things there's so many i have watched so many things with my kids that i'm like huh i don't yeah, remember like, I don't this remember being that. a problem when i was a kid <laughs> i know and like maybe i should have a conversation with my mom but yes i know that but it's still like such an iconic movie and it reminds me of when I was a kid because I would I watched it at Anne's. Yeah, like I I really watched it very young. So yeah. and and I know all the words and I know all the songs. So that tells you how many times I've seen it. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anne um wouldn't let us watch The Simpsons, but I was allowed to watch Grease. Anne, you mm-hmm. got some splaining. Make it make sense, Anne. Make it make sense. I know and yeah it's sad it was just like I don't know do you ever feel like this sounds crazy but like when celebrities die I feel like you're like oh like terrible things do happen to them like yeah, does that make just, sense just, to you like yeah and some of them die and you just like feel like like you knew them like it just hurts yeah. you as if it was like your friend died and you're like I don't know this person but a hundred percent I totally get that because you pay so much attention to like things that they do. Like think about like if a Kardashian died, we'd be all, we would all be devastated <laughs> because you feel like, you know, so much, like you felt like you knew Olivia knew John, like she didn't have a social media and a reality TV yeah. show and right. Like think about it. And you feel like you really like truly get to know these people mm-hmm. and that, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's a really weird thing when a celebrity dies, but it was really sad and I, I remember how sad you were I felt bad because you were actually so sad I was really sad yeah it's still and then it's like one of those things where like obviously I don't see her on a day-to-day basis right so 
like you're sad, but then you forget. And then you'll just randomly remember. <laughs> it's just like sad all over again. Like it's just, I don't Yeah, know. you'll put on Greece like three years from now and be like, oh my God, it's so yeah, sad. Yeah, he died. Because the guy who plays um, Kaniki, like he died a long time ago. Yeah. And I forgot until I watched the movie and I was like, oh yeah, he died a while ago. Yeah, so, it brings you back. Mm-hmm. Well, but she was just like sweet. Like I just feel like people like really loved her because you know celebrities die. People are like, mm. but she didn't have any skeletons in her closet. So no, she seemed like a nice. good person. Yeah. <laughs> also, Nick Cannon's having more babies, and did we not call this on our last episode? Listen, I the fact that we talk about Nick Cannon having a baby every single time we podcast, and it's like a new baby. <laughs> it's just so right okay i need help so so he did he have his ninth baby or we're pregnant with the ninth baby or is he having a tenth baby baby? no i heard there's 11 fuck i've heard there's 10 for sure and i was like maybe that's not real no it's real he just the ninth was just born but before the ninth was born like a couple weeks before they announced either 10 or 11 if not both oh my god imagine having 10 kids also like not with the same people and I just have so many questions because I'm like are you purposely having like all these children like is this on purpose and like why with so many people like why is it that when Nick Cannon meets a woman he's like we should have a baby yeah so I feel like maybe you have enough like what's I don't know. I just, I can't wrap my head around it because I'm like, it's one thing to like have unprotected sex and then, oh, we're having a baby. And, but like, this feels on purpose and I don't understand why. Like, There's so many of them. How do you keep track of them all? How do you spend time with them all? Tell me all of the things, Nick Cannon. Yeah. And I just don't understand. Like, it feels very, yeah, it feels like sister wives. Like, I feel like, it, this is what it feels like to me and I'm like is that what it is like it does he it maybe that's what it is maybe they and all live just, in the like, same house or yeah or close or or he's just decided like yeah I'm t- I'm down to have like six girlfriends and a bunch of kids with a, you know what I mean like maybe that is really what's up but it doesn't make sense to me like I just don't I can't wrap my head around why you would want so many children with different mothers and then having to like try and keep up like do they see each other do they they're all siblings but like are they right. do they even know each other I don't, I don't know it's a lot I'm wondering what you think his child support bill is like <laughs> like that's why he's on all of these little crazy tv shows because he has to keep making that money yeah it's crazy so says he currently has nine but I know he for sure has one on the way. And I heard that there are actually, he will have 11 by the time. I read that somewhere. I read for sure 10. I just don't remember where and I couldn't find it again. But I read it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So I, mean, I guess it's working for him. Like they're obviously <laughs> continuing to participate. So, Right. So I wonder if next month we'll have another pregnancy, another baby born. I mean, it feels Maybe like it. triplets. I'm not sure. I don't know. Google says he has nine children with six women. Holy and shit. And that 
Okay, listen to it. In 2021, he had four children with three different women in less than a year. Wow. Like, why? It's got to be a record. But why? Would you not? Like, I can't even imagine having that many children. I can't focus on the one child that was in my house. Like, Hell I no. can't keep up with that. So no. why would you want three children in one year? Right. And then what does your like, like, how do you even balance that out? So like, if like, I know you listen to Coffee Convo. So like, Kale, when I listen to her talk about yeah. her, like mm-hmm. her whole situation, it hurts my it hurts my brain. Like, I can't imagine trying to navigate yeah. four kids and three different schedules. Okay, now imagine nine. That's and crazy. Six different and six different schedules. Like so six, six with six different. different women. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be crazy. And then those like kids. an anomaly. Like I just don't understand it. And it's just like every. It's just always in the news. And I'm like, how does this keep? I don't know. <laughs> Why are people still sleeping with Tristan Thompson and Nick Cannon? <laughs> what do they have? I don't understand. I don't know I either. Mean, but they've got something. I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. I do not want to know. Um, last thing on our list that I actually did some investigating on today. Because- Speaking of scumbag men, <laughs> Adam Levine has entered the chat. So I did some investigating today because I actually didn't know the whole story and I didn't want to like talk out of my ass. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk to you about the Adam Levine cheating scandal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's my first question. Do we know for a fact he cheated? So, uh, yes and no. Was it like an emotional affair? Uh, Maybe. And no one really knows the answer because he's being very, like, sketchy about what he's saying. And I don't know that she has been super descriptive. Right. She made the TikTok, right? Like, she made made the the TikTok. And she, I believe in the TikTok, had, like, screenshots of yeah dms so like yeah. i don't know if we're talking like physical cheating or like what the situation is but then like after that more people came forward right so it doesn't look good adam <laughs> i hate good. adam levine i gotta say it he's not I mean, my favorite he yeah and he looks scummy and like he just douchey. gives off that vibe. Yeah, he definitely gives off that vibe. So it's I wasn't at all shocked, but I've got some know. problems with it, honestly. What's your problems? Tell me. Okay, a few problems. First of all, it's 2022. Every single person in the world has a cell phone with the ability to screenshot. So why are you stupid enough? If you're going to like step out on your way for like flirt with other people, like, why are you dumb enough to put that in writing, first of all? And then, like, do you not think no one's going to share that? Like, it just, right? it seems really dumb. And that part of it makes me wonder, like, if any of this is actually true. Because I'm like, how could you be that stupid that you wouldn't think, like, you're worth a lot of money? Like, even if you, even if someone's just going to blackmail you, like, why would you... Why would you put yourself in that position to be caught? Like, I don't, it just seems so fishy to me. Like, why would you do that? And then for multiple women to be like, oh, he's done it with me and he's done it with me. And I'm like, are you, you're actually this dumb that you would 
not just do it with one person that you would do with enough people to like make a case against you like I'm have you not seen like law and order SVU like I don't understand like there's a lot of people like the internet literally ruins people's lives at this point and you're just not thinking about the fact that like you're messaging someone through a social media app and that person has the ability to screenshot and like screenshots are forever sweetheart like this is never going away so and you're like we knew you were a douche but like you're a stupid douche right now i'm like okay I'm with you and like okay I liked what you brought up about like the blackmailing because I was thinking this I watched the original TikTok today and she said something like I don't know like I'm an Instagram model and it's like yeah okay um she knew what was gonna come from it and we were all like yeah you were gonna gain a bunch of followers like what do you mean we exactly so right are you kidding (laughs) yes it's like are you stupid okay even if you're not an Instagram model okay say it was me all I do is post like one thing and then I have tons of followers and podcast listeners like anybody will come after you Adam Levine you have tons of money tons of exactly you're like on the spotlight so everybody wants the spotlight or everybody wants the followers or wants to be paid off whatever it is use your brain yeah it just it doesn't make sense to me like that aspect of it I'm like you can't for real be that dumb like that's why part of me is like, I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't said much. And like, he was just in public with his wife. And I'm, I'm like, what's going on? Something, it just doesn't really add up to me. Like the more I dive into it, the more I'm like, something doesn't make sense to me because you at least should have like a publicist or something that would be like, don't put it in writing. Like, right. <laughs> and then, and then what, like, he my, made an apology and said like, like sort of sort of that I but I was like laughing at it because today I was like reading it and I'm like you say the same like they all say the same thing my family is so important to me and whatever it's like obviously (laughs) obviously not like have some self-awareness and use your fucking head like yeah they obviously don't mean that much okay but my other problem problem two is with these women because yeah Sorry, sweetheart. Like, it's not like you didn't know who he was. You're well aware of who he is. You know, one simple Google search will tell you he's married. He's got two children. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel like you're a victim. I feel like you had a choice and you made it. And that's your choice. So you don't get to then cry and play victim. Like you, you knew who he was. Like he's got a he's got a blue check mark next to his name. You know yep. he's he's pretty popular. You know you have millions of people following you on Instagram. That means that you, people know who you are. Like I don't buy the I'm I'm feel like a victim. Especially in Sumner was actually the one who said it first. Like I feel like I was a victim, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're not a victim when you knew who he was. Like what are you a victim of? Yeah. Like you That's willingly like kept having conversations with him. Yeah. He didn't force you to do that. Like that was your choice. So as much as I'm, I'm not out here like blaming the women for whatever. I also don't feel like you're getting out as the victim. Like his wife is the victim. Let's be clear. His wife and yeah. his children are the victim in this yeah. situation. 
So I agree. Um, I'm just kind of over like the celebrity cheating scandals where I'm like, but if you knew who the celebrity was and you made a choice to do that, like you're just as at fault as they are. So yes and she's like super young so you know who adam levine is and like you said do a google search i mean you You'll knew who he was um, you didn't even need who to doesn't know. You know who he was, right but he's not adam devine or divine oh my gosh that post was the best post <laughs> like i am not him i'm a better singer <laughs> my wife and i are fine <laughs> like, i was like oh man this guy genius gets me every time it. yeah it's so <laughs> funny I love him. He made a he made light of it. I think there was two posts, and I was like dead both times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because yeah. I think I'm I'm assuming people came after him. Probably. And he was Poor like, mm, sorry, my last name starts with a D. I don't know. Also, Adam Levine's wife is gorgeous. Yeah, a Victoria's Secret model. What are you doing, and Adam for? Levine? You're a douche kebab. <laughs> like, and she is like so beautiful and you have these two beautiful kids i don't know i hope she leaves his ass he deserves it it's really weird i just wish that we would stop seeing it like i get people are human and make mistakes but it's just like ugh. (laughs) it just feels dirty and like i don't know i agree with you it feels weird like you have a blue check and you're messaging people on instagram right what i'm not not interested in that life that's nope me either well okay i do also want to do wait do you have any other pop culture things that you want to bring up um amanda the queen died <laughs> oh the the queen the queen okay i saw a few memes too and it was like the queen is not dead i'm right here and i was like <laughs> guys this is funny but i'm not sure we should be laughing but yes the I queen know. queen elizabeth died i read that and i was like what it kind of also felt like the queen is like one of the celebrities where you're like they die too like well also she was so old like i thought right? i mean i some people were very upset when she died I, spoiler alert i'm not connected to the queen like i don't actually feel anything and that might make you feel angry and i'm sorry but like i'm 34 i don't you know i don't have any attachments to the royal family i don't feel anything so when <laughs> when they were like the queen died i was like well she was 96 like right that's what that's, that's what how happened. i felt that's how i felt but there were some really gold like tweets and stuff that just stuff like that where i was like this is such a shock and people were like she's 96 <laughs> i was with that I, I was reading those and i thought the same thing i'm like well she was 96 like yeah is it sad of course it's sad it's like again like an of end of course. an era and yes. like she's a huge monumental person and and now... i mean she's like we're never gonna see it, like a monarch reign as long as she did so yeah. that's that's a big deal but at the same time i'm like okay like do we all need a day off to mourn her probably not like i know when i heard that i was like i looked at chris and i was like am i Am I supposed to be sad? Am, are you sad? Right. And I was like, right. I, I was all of like, a sudden I'm feeling a, a little guilty that I'm not sad. I'm like, am I supposed to be sad? And he's like, <laughs> no, like he's she was old. And I was like, okay, that's kind of how I'm thinking. Like it's like, sad, but I'm not gonna sit here and cry about it. Yeah, like Britain having a day off, sure, totally. That's like totally. a big a big deal to them, right? But like Canada having a day off, like I'm like, be- why? Because she's on our money. Like she doesn't. 
is she personally affecting you? Like I was like, I would rather have like a a bereavement day, like for someone who I know that dies, Paige. Thanks. Like I just Yeah, I I'm with it you. It just seems like I don't think we needed a day. And I mean we didn't get it, only the government got it. So that is right on brand. <laughs> exactly how everything because I'm sure they were spending it morning. I'm sure they were so sad. Well, Justin Trudeau got nailed on TikTok, so. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess he's supposed to be crying at every minute. He, the man cannot. I mean, listen, I, I'm not a Justin fan, but like, let the guy sing freaking songs at a piano. Like, let him live. Good grief. Were you crying over the Queen people? Yeah. And that well, people are like, well, there are tax dollars paid for him to go there. I'm like, like, does that argument ever get old? <laughs> it feels old. I feel but, old when people say that to me. I'm like, I'm right. old, I'm aging, I can't. I this is I'm, I am know. I talking to my dad? I know, I know. But the queen dying is not really the point. The point is Harry and Meghan because yes. they were there. And I'm not gonna lie, as much as I like don't care about the royal family. The videos of Harry and Meghan with um, William and Kate, like that actually made my heart feel a certain way because I was like, you know, it would be nice if they could all just be friends again. Like the videos of the videos of just the four of them, like I was like, oh man, who knows what gets said behind closed doors, but I was like, that must have been super nice for like the people in England and in Scotland to like see them all together like that must have that must have been nice for them and I know that Harry and Meghan probably did not want to do any of that so yeah I don't know some of those videos even like the videos of um of her kids like standing in front of her coffin and then the grandkids standing in front of her coffin like those ones I was like man like those ones got me because I just felt like that sucks to have to mourn like your family member in front of an, the entire world. Well, like yes. everyone watches and you have all of these rules that you have to follow on like how to grieve and who gets to enter first and like all of these things. And you're just like, but my grandma died. Like, I just feel sad because my grandma died and you're not allowed to because you have to, you know, show grandmother was the queen. Right. Like, I'm just like, oh, that aspect of it is that sucks. And I don't, I don't know that we ever, yeah, we don't consider that, like, these are actual people who, you know, yes, she was the queen, but, like, she was their mom. Like, Yeah, we don't, it's just like the Kardashian thing, right? Like, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't know that, it. we don't, we're just, like, they're human beings, but, like, we mm-hmm. put them on some pedestal, like, they're not, and yeah. they are, and they're allowed to be sad that their mother died or their grandmother died. Or, yeah. Like, and I just mean, and then like, again, with the media, we just like pick them apart for everything they do. Like, oh, Megan did this. So this must mean like everyone hates her or like nobody wants her there. Or like, oh, Megan hugged someone. So she's just purposely going against what she's supposed to do. And I'm like, no, it just means that she's like a normal human being who hugged someone who asked if they could hug her. Like, it's not, you know, not yeah. everything has like a hidden meaning. Yeah. Like she was. <laughs> Sorry. Did you see the videos of her hugging like random fans? Yeah. It was and she it actually got... kind of brought a tear to my eye. Yes, because it's like I saw one and the one girl was like, I just wanted her to I just wanted her to know that like we still love her. And I was like, that is heartbreaking because 
like the especially the British media have just like torn her apart for years and made her out to be this evil human and it was so nice that like people went just so that Megan would know like we still love you (laughs) I know that was really nice and I'm sure it was so so hard for her to be there like I can only imagine having to like and you know nobody could have predicted the queen was going to die when she did right um but for her to have gone through all I mean they did the Oprah interview and they're living in California and they're doing a podcast and all these things and then to have to immediately go back and face all the people that you've like kind of just been talking about is like mm, that probably sucked <laughs> yeah it would take like a huge amount of bravery and therapy <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah good for them that's all I can say is that would you'd have to put on a really brave face and they're they're pretty amazing people I think for that yeah I think it was just really nice to see them there and like there for all of it like they you know Harry was in for all of it even when they wouldn't let him wear his uniform and they wouldn't let him do this and they wouldn't let him do that it's it was just nice that they still showed up like it was still like they obviously put their own feelings about it on the back burner and just you know, they were there because they were mourning their, their grandmother. So, yeah. I still think I they're, like, superior humans, in my opinion. So I do, too. I don't, I don't care what everyone else thinks. I think, they're, I think they're incredible. Like, I think it takes an incredible amount of strength to stand up to, to that institution alone and say, like, no, we're not. I agree. And I, well, that TikTok I sent you... Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't realize that, again, they're human beings that go through similar stuff to, like, what we go through, obviously, on a larger scale. Mm-hmm. But Harry and Megan are just two people who are trying to break generational trauma, too. Right? And it's like, holy shit, like, they're just like me, or they're just like you, yeah. or they're like whoever. And all of a sudden, it's like, I totally understand what Harry and Megan are going through, which is like crazy. Weird, Obviously, right? again like, on a different level, but all of a sudden you're like, oh, this all makes so much sense now. And now I like totally understand why they did what mm-hmm. they did. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that royal family, it's that's a big one to get into that we're not getting into. But we're not getting into that. <laughs> but hopefully, maybe you're right. Maybe Harry. Maybe they'll all just get back together. Maybe maybe that was a nice The problem is I, I don't see it happening with Charles being king. No. I just I don't I've heard too much. I know too much about Charles. I just don't see that happening. But I do have faith that when William becomes king, which I don't think will be that far off. Like men don't live as long as women. So I feel like Charles no. is not gonna last as long as Elizabeth did. So How old I is he? think seventy something. Yeah, he's in yeah. the seventies. So I just feel well, like William should be king like in our lifetime. And like I'm interested to see what happens when William becomes king. Because I feel like William is the only not the only hope, but like it, to me it feels like William's the one who will break the trauma yeah. or the generational whatever has been going on. Like William's the one who I feel like would do it. It's not gonna be Charles. So Oh no. He's like 
too old. Like he's too, he's too, too old. And it. like a lot of it was him. Like in that, even in that TikTok that you sent me, like Harry said, my dad said, this is, this is how it is. Yeah. And you know, and so he had already decided like, well, this is how it is. So just deal with it. And then, you know, for Harry to be like, no, that's not how it goes. Like, I don't have to suffer just because you suffered. Like I can find a different way. So that right there just tells me like Charles isn't going to be the one that changes anything about the monarchy, but William might. So stay tuned, I guess. (laughs) Stay tuned. Well, what were your wins and losses of this last month? I think your win was you turned 34. No, that's how about a win? That's a huge win. You had a birthday. No, I don't care about my birthday. You should. I care about your birthday. <laughs> I turned 34, everyone. So. Yay! <laughs> um, my win was that Carter went to school and he loves school. He so does love school. Amazing, because that was like my biggest anxiety. We talked about this before, but, you know, I had all his school supplies in July. So, yeah, he loves school. He loves going like he does before and after care so he does that and he's he just loves it like he comes home every day and he's tells me all the things and yeah definitely a win because that was like my biggest anxiety for um probably the last six months of my life (laughs) didn't know how that was gonna go but thankfully I have uh I have Amanda who checks on him every morning Almost. No, he is so cute, Katie. Like, you have no idea. Like, he legit, I'm, I'm gonna try and make a video of it, but I'm scared of, like, getting other people's kids in it. He stands and, like, peers over. Like, I see him, I'm like, oh, there's Carter. (laughs) And if I don't see him, Scarlett always goes, there's Carter! (laughs) And it's so cute. And then he hangs out with us, and then he tells me, he tells me, like, so many things, and I'm like, it reminds me of Connor, because he tells me stuff that I have no idea what he's talking about. But he talks to me, like, I know who these people are in his class right. and who the teacher is and what they do. And I'm like, okay, this is, that's great. That's wonderful. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's just, he's so adorable. Okay. What was your loss or mm-hmm. challenge? Challenge. Challenge is good. Did you see what I posted on my Instagram today? Yeah. It was a quote here. I'll read it for you. Cause I wrote it down. Please don't ever defend your own character to someone who doubts you. You know who you are. Don't explain yourself to toxic people who try to make the poison spill from your direction. Walk away. No apologies, no explanation. Just go and don't look back. And this has been like our struggle for, I don't know, forever. But it just like keeps coming back. And I just like had this scenario this past weekend where it was like someone publicly questioned my character and even though like everyone around knows who I am I still felt like I had to defend myself and I was like this isn't right like I shouldn't have to defend myself like and so then I saw that quote and I was like yes exactly I don't need to defend my character like I know who I am and I don't need to justify that to anyone who's like toxic coming at me so I guess that's like if that was my challenge because it's still obviously happening to me even though I said in January like I was done explaining myself to people and if you don't like me you don't like me that's cool but 
I mean, it's the end of September and I'm still doing it. So apparently it's that's so my hard not for to. all of 2022. Yeah, it's hard because you're just like, my character like means everything to me. Like my integrity is everything to me. And so anyone questioning that just like it infuriates me because I'm like, it's literally my entire goal to be like a certain kind of person and carry myself a certain kind of way. And it's like, when you push me and push me and push me and push me until I snap and then like I have like a moment of weakness and then you spin it and make it look like like I'm the problem I'm just like oh like that bothers me like I should not have to uh, I shouldn't have to apologize I shouldn't have to explain myself like you know I am who I am and that's I've made that perfectly clear so it's just the challenge of like it's still coming at you just like is this ever gonna stop (laughs) like at what point can I just find the right people to be in my life and I won't have to continue to cut people out? Like, yeah, just a lot, you know? I feel like I've been cutting people out for years and I'm still, still, <laughs> there's still You're people still chopping through that grass. In and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I know. And, but I will say, I think you can call it a little bit of a win too because it seems like, yes, it was challenging, but you were able to remind yourself of who you are and you do get the clarity of like okay I have grown enough to realize that like I don't have to defend myself repeatedly like the people who know me know and will say like you don't have to explain yourself to me like this is I know that's not who you are yeah so yeah I know explaining (laughs) ourselves is like our own insecurities but it's it's hard it's It's hard not to it's so hard yeah, I feel you. Um, okay, my win is similar to yours. Both my children are obsessed with school, especially Scarlett. Uh, another win is uh, Scarlett uses the bathroom entirely on her own. Yes, that's the best. Yep, number one and number two. So I feel okay. like I'm just, I'm just, I'm winning. As soon as she told me that she went to the bathroom at school, I was like, my job is done. I win the school year. I don't care what else happens, but she really likes school. So that's fantastic. Connor really likes school. He seems to be adjusting well because he's always the one who's like a little bit more sensitive, has a little bit more trouble. Mm -hmm. Love school. So that was a huge win. My challenge was similar to yours where I think it is a challenge, but it was also kind of a win where I had my first like depressive episode that I've had in like four months like Like since you've been on medication yeah like I literally had an appointment with my doctor and I told Mm -hmm. her that like I've been feeling so much better and I actually said like I I haven't had like a low moment in like four months because I track Mm -hmm. and uh, she was like that's really great and then she just reminded me you know they can still happen and whatever and with the darkness coming Mm -hmm. like you know I might notice an uptick and like literally the next day I was like okay down we go into the (laughs) hall (laughs) and I was like should I call her back no but um however the win part about it was I worked from home the one day and then I actually stayed off work one day and I think I was texting you Mm -hmm. and 
I thought to myself, I was going to sit in my depression hole on my couch and binge watch TV. And then as I was laying there and I watched a show and I literally started feeling more shitty just from sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, no, Amanda, you're going to get your ass up. You're going to get dressed. And I went to Starbucks and I got a coffee and then I went to the Mountain Brow and I literally walked like a huge portion of the Mountain Brow and back. And when I came home, I felt a million times better. And I refused to allow myself to like sit in my depression hole as Mm -hmm. much as my body was telling me it's physically exhausted. It wants me to lie down. I realized that that was my brain tricking me. Like I realized like that's your depression. Mm -hmm. You are not tired. You actually feel worse when you lay down. So Mm -hmm. I had therapy that week and I told my therapist that and I was like, I feel like that's a huge win because like my Mm self-awareness about it was like, okay, this is what you always do. This makes you feel worse. So we're going to get moving and we're going to do like A, B, C, and D, and then you're going to feel better. And it like worked, but it was hard. It was hard not to like lay down and like give in, but I, I only stayed there for like four days. Whereas before it used to be like two weeks. Yeah, that's huge. So I feel like that's like, it was a challenge, but it was also a win because it was like, I saw it for what it was this time. Yeah. You were able to just like pull yourself up and be like, you know what? We're going through it. We're not just going to sit in it. We're going to go through it. And yeah, we're going to acknowledge you're here. Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, right, we're going to get some caffeine and go for a walk and get some sunshine yeah. and just like acknowledge you but we ain't sitting with you we're not we're not doing that that was the week that we all got together and then that was kind of like yeah that whole remember that whole day we were both like oh, I, do. I don't yeah, know we both I don't know mm-hmm. yeah and then Chris was like why aren't you going like you've been looking forward to this for weeks why aren't you going and yeah. I was like I don't feel good and he was like okay that's a lie so let's go <laughs> and I was so well, glad I, I think, went yeah and I think you and I had a conversation like a while back when we tried to record this podcast in August (laughs) that it was like yes we had a conversation where I was like you know what we've been made to believe that like we're never supposed to feel pain we're never supposed to feel sadness we're never like as soon as you feel sad you're like we're programmed to feel like we need to fix it and like sometimes you can't fix it like sometimes the only way through it is through it like sometimes you just have to go through it and that's fine and I just wish like we didn't live in this like weird day and age where it was like you have to be happy all the time or there's something wrong with you like no no there's something wrong with you if that's the only emotion you ever feel because like you that is life you know that's that is real life not everything is happy all the time and just because you're sad or you're like you know what I mean you have four days where you're like you don't want to get up. The thing is like, you still got up, you still did. And like, you went through it. And that's fine. That's every day doesn't have to be like the best day of your life. But like, you're getting up and you're going through it. And that's okay to feel that way. And I just feel like we need to, we need to change the narrative of where it's like, you instantly have to go get help if you don't, you know, you're in a, a crappy season of life. Like there's absolutely no shame in getting help, but there's absolutely no shame in like you're in a crappy season that you're just walking through. Like that's okay too, that you're just 
you know, this isn't a great time of life for me, but like, I'm going through it. And when I get through it, it'll be better. Like that's, you know, let's normalize that. Like let's normalize actual feelings. (laughs) We don't always have to be happy. We don't always have to be sad. Sometimes we're nothing. Sometimes we just feel like, "Eh, I don't, you know, I don't feel either of those emotions. I'm just going through the motions of life. Also fine. Like (laughs) we just need to just, I don't know. It, it's a lot to feel, you know, to say like, I feel this way. And then to have someone be like, well, have you talked to someone about that? Like, do I always have to talk to someone about it though? Like, exactly. am I allowed to express that? Like, I don't love this transition in life. Yeah. I think that's fair that I don't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My therapist, when we were talking about it, she actually said something that like stuck out, which was just like, well, if you're ever like for anybody, if you're ever having like a season where you're like particularly more anxious or you're sad or whatever, she's like, just like think about it for a minute and go, okay, like, is there like a reason? Like, you know, am I moving? Is my kid starting school? Am I, did my grandfather die? Like whatever. Right. Um, and if there's not a reason, then you should just sit with it and try and work through it. Like you just said, like she yeah. just said, like, if there's, if there is no reason that you should really be feeling this way in your day-to-day life, then you should sit with it, acknowledge it and work through it. Like don't avoid it. Don't, you know, run from it. Don't, you know, you don't have to run to a therapist or be like, Oh my God, I need medication because I'm having like a a depressive episode. Obviously if they're like more frequent or something and yeah, okay, maybe you need to talk to someone, but it is okay to just be like, I'm having a really shitty time right now. Yeah. And it's fine if it lasts for more than a day. It's fine if it lasts for a week, two weeks, even like sometimes that's just how it is. We don't, we don't question when anyone's happy for two weeks. So like, why do we question if somebody's sad for two weeks? Like sometimes it just, it just takes a while for you to process and, and that is fine. So, yeah. So everybody feel your feelings, feel your feelings. Katie and I are big feelers of all of the feelings. <laughs> you should see our text messages. Yeah. Or just ask our husbands or like don't because mm-hmm. you might think we're scary. Oh, God bless those Chris's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On that note, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. This was we fantastic. For a while. <laughs> we did. We did. Thank you for doing this with me. And we're going to do it again next month. We'll get our shit together and make sure that this is monthly. One of these months. We'll get it. We'll get it together. (sighs) One of these months, pal. Okay. Well, thanks, Katie. This has been so much fun. I appreciate you and I love you. And I appreciate all of you guys listening to our nonsense. (laughs) So tune in next month for another honest reflection, but we have to come up with a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. We need a new name. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Honest as a Mother podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you.